I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. I am super excited to announce that the next cohort of the Collective Mastermind is officially kicking off. And the best part is, is we gave it a makeover. So the new nine-month mastermind is nothing like you have ever experienced before. Because as we say, a life priorities-focused business is the fastest way to multi-six figures. And I'm going to teach you exactly how. So if you aren't familiar with our mastermind, we combine strategy and mindset and then layer on our sought-after community and toolkit. But let's just get real for a second. So in today's business and economy, you have to continue to grow and pivot or you're going to be left behind, period. What makes this different? I have only run my business in a pandemic, a recession, or whatever you want to call our current state. We now have a full team and I have retired myself and my husband in less than three years. And in the last 15 months, we have crossed the half a million mark in revenue. And I did most of this while working full time. I'm not saying this just to throw out numbers. I am saying this to show you that it is possible. This mastermind is not cookie cutter. It is not one size fits all. I actually adapt to you and your goals and provide you with the structure and accountability to scale. And my ultimate goal, again, let's just be real, is for you to make your investment back and more. Unlike other masterminds, if you happen to have mastermind trauma, you actually get access to me directly. As in, I am right here building it with you. You get the power of the group, but the benefit of the one-on-one. So this is a perfect fit for you if you have started a business and are ready to scale to multi-six-figure and seven figures. You are ready to buy back your time and energy. You want to expand your team in a way that makes sense for you and saves time. 
you are ready to have consistent 10K, 20K, 30K months and beyond, and you are really ready to step into that true CEO role. It is time to pivot. It is time to be a part of a community to support you with the expansion, alignment, and profit that you want to make in your business. So I'm going to make this super, super, super easy because my goal is to help you do less better and make more money. Who doesn't want that? Just DM me mastermind and I'll share you the next steps and how to apply. You can also grab the link in the show notes or go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash crush the rush collective. And yes, in case you were curious, all of our famous retreats are included and they also got a makeover too. So just DM me mastermind and I will share the next steps with you or you can go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash Crush the Rush Collective. In this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast, we are talking all about quantum leaps. And if you're like me, you've like maybe heard of this or maybe even experienced it, but really aren't sure what it means. So we have brought in expert Shana Recker to talk through how to quantum leap your 2022 goals and the best way for new online coaches to quantum leap to their success. Shana is an online business mentor for new coaches and a quantum leap strategist. And she helps new coaches quantum leap their success by helping them create and launch and fill their first high ticket program. She is the founder of the Quantum Accelerator and the Pursuit Podcast, and her experience building her own successful online coaching business has taught her that bold action mixed with the right mindset is the path to incredible growth and results. And she shares how it's possible to not have everything figured out before you get started. I hope you are as excited as I am to really learn about this Quantum Leap process and like we love on this podcast, have a step-by-step process that you can implement right now for 2022. Hi, Shana. Welcome to the Crush Storage Podcast. How are you? I am amazing, Holly. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. I am really, really excited to dig into today's topic because we have not had an expert talking about this like ever. I know. So before we do, though, I would love to just get to know you a little better. Tell us um, about you and how you got started and then how you became an expert in this area. Absolutely. And first and foremost, thank you so much for sending me one of your Crush the Rush day planners. This thing is amazing. All this is made by somebody who's like, you know, been in business for herself. You, You get it. Like you just totally get it. So thank you for sending me that. I love it. Um, yeah, I've been in the coaching industry since 2016. Uh, I got my start in entrepreneurship, uh, about, uh, 2010. I started with network marketing was my entry level into entrepreneurship. Prior to that, I was a graphic designer working for corporate, um, for 15 years prior. So I kind of, you know, entrepreneurship was something I kind of stumbled into, um, you know, through the network marketing industry and loved being my own boss. It was something I always knew I wanted to be like, even from a child, like from childhood, I always had this like thing about wanting to, you know, be a boss and have my own business and stuff, but I just never knew what that was going to look like. And, you know, we're taught, you know, go to school, get a job, you know, freedom 55, all that kind of stuff or retire when you're 65. 
And um, it wasn't until I was introduced to network marketing that I saw potential for me to have my own business. So went down the network marketing road for about eight solid years. I was a top leader in my company, um, was making really great income. But what happened with me was I just lost the passion for the actual business side of it. Like I just, the products were great and all that kind of stuff, but it just, it just was like, it almost felt like it was like an overnight thing where I was just like, wait, I'm not loving this anymore. It probably wasn't in hindsight, but, um, and then I, but it just sort of felt like that. And what I noticed back in 2015, and I don't know how long you've been in the online coaching and in this kind of space, but in 2015 is where I first noticed that this was happening in the online space. Like, I don't even know if Instagram was out then, but Facebook for sure. And yeah. actually Periscope. I do you remember Periscope. Yes. Yeah. And so I have a network marketing background in this. I started yeah. in 2015 and I was just going to oh, yeah. say it was very Facebook focused. Very. I, mean, I don't even think I had an Instagram at that point. And oh. I remember Periscope and I was like, oh, I have to do this. And then yeah. like, who knows where it is now? Well, I discovered, um, so I discovered Bob Heilig through, you know, who Bob Heilig yeah. is big network marketing coach, um, through Shailene Johnson, he was on her podcast and I was like, Oh, I got to go check out this guy. And, and then he was on Periscope and doing these videos. And he was kind of the first one that got me thinking like, maybe I could start a coaching business, right? Like I was just starting to see, cause then I was starting to notice people on Facebook and stuff who were doing this. And, um, and so I got the idea in 2015 to like, start the business, like start online coaching, but I didn't actually start until a year later. And it was just fear, doubt, like, what are my network marketing people going to think of me? Like, are people going to think my business is failing if I start this other business? Like all kinds of crazy shit that was just like, you know, going through my mind. And it was just, it was all fear-based stuff because this was like kind of new, you know, and it was kind of different. And, and, and the other thing I think it was, and actually I think this is really what it was, is that in network marketing, you're kind of, you're kind of backed by the company. You know what I mean? Like you, you're attached to a company. It's not like you, like you're putting the company out there, not you. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking at the coaching side of things, I was like, that's me putting me fully out there. Like, I don't have anything to hide behind except for myself. Right. You know, like, so I think that there was something, there was a big fear of putting myself out there in that way. Um, but anyways, in 2016, our life kind of got flipped upside down. Um, financially things started taking a turn for the worse. And we were like, we need another stream of income. And that's when my husband was like, Shana, you've been talking about this coaching business. Like, why don't you start it? You know? And it was kind of at that point I had let things, you know, percolate long enough where I just was kind of like, okay, I'm done with my own excuses. It's time to actually get going. And so I had started back then in 2016 with girlfriend's guide to network marketing, which was my company when I first started. And I loved coaching that I loved, that was what sort of the stepping stone that got me into online coaching. And then, um, you know, I fell in love with online business and started, so I switched gears instead of teaching network marketing, I started teaching people how to start online coaching businesses because everybody was coming to me at that point. Cause you know, again, it was still new 2016 ish. They were like, how are you doing this? Like, what, what, can I do this too? You know? And so I was like, so excited about teaching people like the steps that I had taken that I was like, wait, maybe I need to like change gears and coach this. And, uh, so I switched gears and then, um, in 2020, I took a deep dive into mindset work. Cause I kind of got stuck. I have to admit in my business, I kind of got stuck at an income level and I couldn't figure out why. And so I, in 2020, I did, um, I worked solely with mindset coaches and that's what led me to the book you squared, which by price Pritchett, if you haven't heard of that, it's an amazing little book. 
And that's what led me to learn about quantum leaping and about, I took his, his certification on how to become a quantum leap consultant and teach the quantum leap strategy. And, um, and that's where things just started sort of shifting. So I am a business coach that teaches the quantum leap strategy within my coaching and a lot of mindset too, because it's just, it's a must, you know? So yeah, that's the long and short of it. That's an awesome story. I love it. There are a couple of things that I love. One, I think it, it really shows that you just like, listen to your intuition. Like, and I think so many people know what they need to do or they're get signs that they need to do it. And then are scared to take that next step. And then two, like, most people have probably never heard of this concept called quantum leaping. So could we just like pause for a minute and talk about like, what does that mean? Well, quantum leaping is going from one place to like, so let's say, you know, let's say you're making, you know, I'm going to use numbers finances as a, 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 as an easy way to, to demonstrate it. And this is actually what happened to me. I was as a corporate employee, as a graphic designer, I was making $2,500 a month in income. I started my network marketing business in within a year of starting that business. So a year later, I was making $10,000 a month. So in a very short period of time, my life changed dramatically. I went from one space to another space. And you might think, well, 12 months isn't a short period of time, but to, to go from making $2,500 a month to, uh, to basically $100,000 a year or that $10,000 a month, uh, that's a, that's a big jump to do in 12 months. Most people don't do that in their lifetime, you know? So that's an example of a quantum leap. You just move from one place to another and it seems like it happens overnight. It doesn't, but it happens relatively quickly. Yeah. I've, I've heard of the concept. I've never heard of quantum leap. So I'm like super intrigued about this whole thing. So one of the things that you are going to talk about is the process that you follow to actually create your own quantum leap. Can you dig into that a little bit more? Yeah. So there's, it's a four, the strategy that I teach is a four-step process. And, um, you know, it's, it's everybody, it's going to be a little different for everybody, but there's four main parts to the actual quantum leap strategy. And the first part of, and really anything, if you think of anything that you've really achieved in your life, whether it's a big quantum leap or even just something that you've desired, it's number one is you had an aiming point. You had the desire to do something. And the thing is, is having the desire to do something comes is if you're going to quantum leap, it has to have specific characteristics. So it can't just be something that you are saying you want because maybe your parents actually want it for you. You know, like you hear a lot of people become doctors or lawyers or whatever, because their parents were doctors and lawyers. So they've made this decision to become a, you know, high powered lawyer, but deep down inside, they don't actually really want that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You won't quantum leap unless the aiming point that you have for yourself is something that you are passionate about that you actually desire. Um, It has to be something also that you don't know how to do. So that's a big thing. It's not a quantum leap. If you go, okay, well, I'm making $2,500 a month right now. And I, in, in the next six months, I want to, I want to make 5,000. Like that's not really a quantum leap because if you can make 2,500, I mean, you know, you increase a few of your prices, maybe add another product or something, you can easily get to 5,000. But if you said I make $2,500 a month right now, and I want to get make 10,000 or I want to make 25,000, you, you might, you're like, how do you do that? I don't know. Right. You're not supposed to know how actually. So the aiming point is, is the first step is just knowing what it is that you want and having that burning desire, almost like that obsession over it. 
is really what you want to do. And it's funny because when I took the certification for this program, one of the things we had to do was to look back in our, um, in our life and think of a time where we can see that we actually made a quantum leap. And for me, it was in my network marketing business, because when I first started that business, it took me about four or five weeks to really wrap my head around it. And then once I understood it, I had this burning desire to get to a certain level in the company because it came with the company car. It came with, you know, the certain salary and stuff. And it was like, it became like an obsession for me. It was like, I want this so badly. So that's like that first step in creating a quantum leap. I love that. I think so often people don't really slow down to even think about what that is. Cause you probably know, you probably know what that aiming point is, but you don't slow down enough to think about what it might be. Well, I think it's that. And I also think people don't allow themselves to dream big enough because this is the thing. When you create an aiming point, it should be something that makes you sweat a little bit, like something that you're just like, frig, like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but this is really what I want. Like I want to 10X my income or my business, or I want to go from having two clients a month to having 20 clients a month. Like you know, and, and I think what happens is, is people won't let themselves go there because logistically they go, oh, that's impossible, but it's not meant to be logistic. A quantum leap is something that other people would look at and go, how, like, that's not even like possible. Crazy. How do you yeah. do that? You know? And so, um, that's how, you know, you're on the right track with picking your aiming point is if you're like, I don't know why, but this is really what I want. I have no idea how I'm going to make it happen. And people are going to think I'm crazy. Like you almost don't even want to tell anybody what your yeah. goal is because it feels like they're going to like, go, oh, okay, whatever. Right. Yeah. I feel like I have those moments where I have this like big idea and then I go down and tell my husband and I'm like, so don't crush it right at first. <laughs> like, Just listen for a minute. And yeah. then it like, yeah, they think you're crazy. Uh, yeah. What's step number two? So the second part is once you have that desire, you know what it is that you want to create. The second part is, um, is pursuit. It's actually taking action on it. Um, the second and third part, I actually think need to happen at the same time, but we'll put them in this order just to, just to, um, for ease of, of simplicity, but pursuit. So the, the thing is, is that when people get an idea or they have a goal and they want to accomplish that they want to accomplish, they often get stuck in trying to figure out, okay, well, I got to figure out the plan. What's the, what's the business plan for this? How are we going to map all this out? And, you know, they're trying, they get stuck in all of the logistics of what it takes to make something like this happen. And because a quantum leap, you don't know, like it's, it doesn't make sense. Like, it's almost like when you look back after achieving it, you're like, how the F did I even do this? Like, like, how did I even do this? Like, it's so crazy how things line up for you. So in order to start the momentum to start getting into that, that energy of a quantum leap, you've got to, you've got to do, you've got to start taking steps because the, this is a quote I say all the time is that the answers you need or the answers that you seek come from the actions that you take, because when you take a step, you get feedback. So when you, when you start pursuing the goal, so you might think of maybe one or two things, you know, maybe even five things on a list that you could do to start the process, start with step one and go do it. And then what happens? And then what does it lead you to? And what's the next thing? And then the next thing you just have to keep going. And I think about that in my network marketing business where I had my first quantum leap, I was told I needed to get people to have me over in their house so I could give these skincare presentations. Right. And I'm like, I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. Scary. Like I had no idea what I was doing. Okay. So I started messaging people like, 
You know what I mean? I didn't sit there and wait until I learned how to do the entire presentation perfectly. I didn't like practice a million times or anything. I just was like, all right, I found somebody. I went to their house. I fumbled through it, learned a crap ton. And you know what I mean? And then I did it again and I did it again. And it all led to the basic, like the leap. So I think oftentimes a lot of people will get bogged down in figuring out how, and you've got to just, you got to just move. You got to take actions also that are things that you've never done before. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to quantum leap to a place you've never been, you've got to take actions that you've never taken. Yeah. What would you say at this step? Cause this is a question that I get a lot is when you start to feel like fear, fearful of, so let's just use like the house party example, which that's like an awesome example <laughs> of like, what, like, I don't want to go talk to somebody's house. Like, yeah. what do you do when that fear and like uncertainty creeps in? Yeah. My favorite thing to talk about. So uncertainty is, um, actually from, a, a human, you know, side of things is we, we hate uncertainty, right? So our instincts actually want to avoid uncertainty as much as possible. Our instincts want us to, our instincts and our, our ego and our comfort zone likes predictability. We like to know what's next. So when we're faced with uncertainty, our egos, our ego side of ourselves will go, this is unsafe. We don't know this could, this could potentially harm us. We don't like this. So the ego is going to focus on everything that could go wrong because it's trying to keep you safe. Right. So it's like a, it's like an instinct. It's like a fight or flight instinct. It's like, if you go into this uncertain zone, you might fail. People might laugh at you. Like all of these things pop in your head. Right. And those are the things we focus on because our ego is pointing our attention to that. So in order to get the courage to do it anyways, whatever we see as negatives in an uncertain situation, there are just as many positives. We have to, we have to choose to look at those positives. So I always say, when you feel that uncertainty, you've got to force yourself to say, okay, what could go right? What could happen if I actually did this? What are all the good things that could come out of this? Like I could go to this first skincare presentation and everybody could love me and I could make all the sales that I needed to hit my first promotion. Like that could happen because potentiality, anything could happen. What we choose to focus on, which areas we choose to focus on is what we put momentum behind, which is what we're most likely going to create, you know, which is going to create the result, right? So you can look at all the what ifs on the negative side and go put momentum behind that, or you could focus on the positive. And here's the thing whatever does happen, I always say you either win or you learn. If, if it doesn't turn out the way you want it to, there's a lesson in that for you. And that's going to help you grow and help you do the next one even better. So that's, yeah. that's how I believe it. That's great advice. Yeah. I think I I'm going forward. I'm always going to make a list of what can go right when I'm yeah. starting to doubt something. Um, <laughs> do okay. You notice so that though, for yourself though, do you notice that when you are faced with a situation, it's like, your brain instantly goes to, Oh my God, well, what if this happens? It's like, every time I go to hit the live, you know, to go live on Instagram, every like negative thought comes rushing to my head. And it's like, but what if people actually like what I have to say? You know, what if I find my next client through this live, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I should write that one down too. That's a good one. (laughs) Um, okay. So once you've got your aiming point and you're taking action, what's step number three? So step number three is the mind work. And this is why I say the mind work and the pursuit, I think need to start happening at the same time. So the mind work is all about actually 
settling in. So yes, we want to take action. Yes, we want to get ourselves going and and getting the feedback. But at the same time, we also need to put, and this is actually still an action, is to, to make time in our schedule to get quiet. Because our intuition actually knows exactly how to create everything we want, everything we desire. It's always all within us. But we get so busy and we get so, you know, life is going and we're reacting to all the things going around with us. We don't actually give ourselves time to listen, to get that, to get those, that intuitive hit. So the mind work is an actual ritual that you would do every day. And it's part of the pursuit because you are making time to actually slow down. The thing with, with, um, pursuit it's not about doing more. It's about working smarter, not harder, right? So you want to be taking actions, but it's not like you're just you know, flailing around trying to do a million things in a day to make it happen. You want to do the right actions. You want to do, um, you want to do strategic actions and to, to, to figure out what those strategic actions are. It's listening inward. It's like listening to your intuition. So um, part of the pursuit and the mind work is about, what do you need to stop doing? Because a lot of times we have a lot of busy work that really doesn't need to be, um, done by us. Like we could, you know, some people could have, you know, maybe your kids doing some of the housework. So you have more time to do the mind work and, and the action stuff. Um, maybe it's, you know, hiring a VA to, so that you can clear some things off your schedule. So you have this like white space to think and do the mind work. So that's kind of part of pursuit, sort of part of mind work. But the ritual is about 15 minutes a day and you, there's a journal that you can, if you can, you can just do it in any journal, like a plain white journal, but the way that they recommend you do it is you put photos of your goal. So like almost like a little mini vision board Mm. of of what represents the, the aiming point. And you actually write out your goal in present tense as if it's already happened. So it's like, if your goal was to, um, you know, 10 X your income this year, now you've made a million dollars. What's, what's life like as a millionaire, write it out. Right. So you can see it in your mind. So you write it out. And so the ritual is you look at the photos, you, you read your goal, close your eyes, and you just allow your mind, the screen of your mind to visualize you in the goal as if it's already happened. And you just kind of let your mind go and let it just sort of play in the scene, whatever the scene is that comes up. It's not always the same. And you do that for about 12 minutes. So a couple minutes to read and look over the images, 12 minutes to close your eyes and just visualize and just be quiet. Now, what'll happen in that time? Now, not every time. And sometimes it's going to, some, for some people, you've never done this kind of work before. It could take you two weeks before you get yourself to a space where you can actually hear but what ends up happening is when you're done and you're, you open your eyes, this, the journal that's there, you write down any, anything and everything that came up in your mind while you were visualizing. So you might get an idea. Someone might pop in your head like, oh, I should, I should reach out to Holly and, and see if, you know, if she wants to be on the podcast kind of thing or, oh yeah. And so those ideas that come into your head, you write them in your journal. Cause those are like direct communications from your intuition. Now, not everything that comes up for you, are you going to be able to act on right away? Not everything that comes up for you is necessarily a move that you need to actually take, but you document it anyways. And you can always go back, right? If you're like, I don't know what to do next. You could go back into your journal and see some of the things that had come up for you and pick one. But, um, 
that, and, and also the other thing with that is that the ideas might not all come while you're sitting there later that day, you'll be doing something, maybe walking your dog, something pops in your head. You're like, Oh yeah, that's a great idea. But the fact that you're giving yourself that time to connect is like, it opens the channel. And like I said, you might not get the answer right then and there, but you're giving yourself that space every day to go inward and connect. And then shit will start popping into your head while you're doing dishes or whatever. Right. But the key is, is that you pay attention to those things, write them down, but act on them. Like you've got to do something. And as an example, um, I got an idea to send somebody, uh, actually this, the book you squared, mm-hmm. uh, he's a friend of mine and he has, um, he has a, a mortgage agency with lots of agents and stuff. And he was like, after I sent him the book, it took him like three weeks to actually read it. He messaged me. He's like this book. He's like, how do I get more? How do I get 250 copies of this? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, this is what I teach, right? Yeah. Like, I need you to come in. You need to come in and teach this to my, to my agents. They need to know this. Right. And I got that idea doing the meditation work to send him the book and it like led down this whole path, right? So that's the kind of stuff that can pop into your mind while you're doing that, just as an example. No, that's awesome. I talk a lot about slowing down to speed up and how you need sometimes more than like 10 minutes to just have some white space. So I think this is a great example. And I love, so I always write down my affirmations or like think of things in present tense, but I love mixing it with like a photo. Like I feel like that's like very different, um, which from a creative person like me, I'm like, yes, I love doing that kind of stuff. It seems very actionable. You you bring up a good point because not, I didn't know this. I like uh, when I close my eyes, I can visualize, I can see pictures. I can create scenes in my mind. Like I can go there. I didn't know that not everybody could do that. I thought that was something everybody could do. There are a lot of people who close their eyes and can't see pictures. Mm-hmm. So, um, cause when I was teaching this, someone was like, well, I, can, I don't see pictures when I close my eyes. So having the pictures in the book and then reading, even if they close their eyes and can't actually visualize, they, they have memory of, or they, they still have the feeling or the energy of what it is that they want to create. But I was blown away by that. I'm like, I thought everybody can see like yeah, color in their so mind, but not everybody can. Yeah. So interesting. Okay. What take us through the last step then? Yeah. The last step is kind of like the boring step out of all four <laughs> steps. It's, um, it's, it's called tracking. And the tracking is, you know, if you're going to serious, like take your quantum leap seriously, you need to see that you're actually creating some momentum, you know, towards what it is that you want. Um, so tracking is to find a simple metric that is, uh, has to do with your aiming point for your quantum leap goal that you can, that you can track, whether it's a weekly basis, a monthly basis, um, you're going to track it, but then you're also going to check in on it, whether it be on a monthly basis or a quarterly basis to see if the actions you're taking are actually making, or are they moving the needle or is it, you know, making a, a huge difference. So I always use the example because it's just super easy. Let's say you want to go from, you know, a thousand followers on Instagram to 10,000 followers in the next six months. Like you want to just quantum leap your Instagram. You would, you would create some sort of simple tracker that says, okay, each week I'm going to do three posts, three reels, and I'm going to do be in my stories every day. And so you create a tracker for that. And you're doing that activity. 
I would say then at the end of every month, or maybe you do it at the end of every week and a bigger overview at the end of every month, you would check your insights and you would go, okay, how many followers did I gain by doing this amount of work? And if you're like, okay, well, I gained 200 followers. Well, that's good. But is that going to get me to where I want to be in six months? No. Okay. So then what needs to change? What's my next, like, what's the next, like, what's the next step? What do I do? Right. So it's like, oh, well, maybe I'll introduce doing live videos. Maybe I'll do Mm -hmm. a live video challenge every day for the next, you know, 30 days. And let's see what that does to my following count. So it's, it could be tracking your income. It could be tracking, you know, um, if you are, for instance, in network marketing and you wanted to quantum leap your goal, how many people are you talking to reaching out to in a day? If you're reaching out to five people a day, are you seeing yourself grow enough to be able to, you know, make your goal happen? So it's kind of like for the creatives of the world, like myself, tracking and systems are like, my brain just goes, nope, this is my favorite step. I'm like, oh, I do this step. (laughs) No, I'm like, I'll look at insights on my Instagram or, you know, sometimes I'll look at something that's automatically tracking for me, but to create a system for this, my brain just instantly shuts off. So for some people, they're going to love this part. And for some people they're not, but the tracking is a mirror to seeing if you're doing what, because you can't say you want to have a big change in your life and grow, but not do the work. Like this isn't a quantum leap. Isn't about not doing anything. You actually have to do something and you actually have to, you actually have to seek failure. That's actually one of the chapters in the book. It's like, you've got to do stuff. You've got to try things. You've got to put yourself out there in new and different ways in order to see a drastic change in your results. And so if you're tracking some of these actions you're doing and you're like, or if you're not tracking and you were like, why isn't this happening? Well, you're not doing the things you said you were going to do. So of course it's not going to happen. Right. So it really is kind of, it's like the truth serum to the whole thing. Yeah. I always say tracking is facts, not feelings, because it's very factual of like, is what you're spending your time on, which is what I teach really working. Because if you don't have the statistics that back it up, then you're not spending your time on the right things. Um, so I love this. So good. And it's, you know, and you know, where, where I, my work is with, you know, helping new coaches come into the industry. And it's like, it's like the tracking and the pursuit and the doing of the things and having the goals. Like I weave this in because whether they know or want to make a quantum leap or not, whether you're trying to make a quantum leap or you're just trying to make something happen in your life, that's different than what you've already got. These four steps are are relevant, whether you're trying to go, you know, 10 steps ahead or a hundred steps ahead, you still need to have a goal. You need to have actions you're going to take. You need to be able to, you know, do the mind work, the mind work. He's like, it's so much bigger than that. Like there, it goes into the reticular activating system. Like there's so much, like I can't share it all in one yeah. podcast, but just even taking the time every day to slow down and listen to your own intuition. Like there's millions of people in this world that don't do that. It's like, it's so powerful. So it's like, I teach them the quantum leap strategy, but in a way that um, isn't necessarily overwhelming, but just helps them kind of get into the spirit of it. Yeah. So I'm curious with all of your coaching that you've done for those that want to get into the coaching industry, what's the number one thing that you think hold people back in like moving forward with this strategy? Yeah. I think the, like what you said, you know, the imposter syndrome piece, right? Like I think that's, and I even look at my own, my own thing is new coaches coming in, you know, cause I truly believe you don't have to be certified in anything. I mean, there are areas you do should be certified if you're coaching to a certain capacity, but there's a lot of, 
uh, opportunity in the coaching industry that doesn't require a certification. And that little certification, man, people who come into the coaching industry and they don't have it, it's like it weighs in their brain as if they're not good enough because they don't have a certificate. And it's like, and so they, the imposter syndrome comes in going, well, who am I to do this? What are my friends going to think? I'm not a coach. I'm a graphic designer. How can I coach people? I've just been, you know, and so all of the stories play and those stories stop them from, you know, pursuing what they really are passionate about. And, you know, one of my coaches said to me once, she's like, if you, if you were given the idea, it's because it was meant for you. So if you've been given the desire to help coach people or mentor people in a certain way, and you feel passionate about it, it's because you're, you're the one who's meant to do it mm-hmm. certification or not, you know, personally, I, I'm, I've never asked one, one of my coaches for their certifications. I've just said, do you know how to get this result? And they're right. like, yeah. And have you done it yourself? Yep. Awesome. I'm in. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I think personal experience is so much more valuable. I mean, I think of like the certifications totally. that I have and like, half of them, obviously for my corporate career, like people don't even know what they are. And I'm like, no. it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It's the experience and, um, applying like life skills. I think right. it's totally the experience. Like that's, that's what I look for in a coach. Do you have experience in creating the result that I want? Amazing. Okay. Can you show me how? Yeah. Awesome. And like, I'm a certified quantum leap strategist, but the only reason I'm certified is because I had to, to learn the information. I just wanted yeah. to learn. I wanted to know what, and, and I'll be honest, the certification thing was something that tripped me up in the beginning too, because I thought, well, how are people going to take me seriously if I don't have this like coaching certificate? And, um, it played with my head for a while. I got over it and I started getting out there and doing it. And when I was looking at this quantum leap strategy program, a part of me was like, oh, I'll have a certification when I'm done. Oh, that'll be good. That'll help me feel more confident. Wrong. <laughs> it just, it didn't do anything. I was like the same person when I was done. I was like, okay, well now I have more information, but you know, so it's, it just, it didn't even change anything. So don't you think too, it's like that once you get past one hurdle, like the next thing just comes in your head. Yeah. Like you don't even look back at what you've done. You're like, oh, now I have, now I'm going to worry about this. Right. Cause that again, right. We're always like, it's like, we're always, I don't know. There's some sort of like instinct to look for the danger. It's always mm-hmm. like whenever looking at, oh, how far we've come or what we can celebrate, it's always like getting prepared for the next, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. But um, that's why we need to slow down so that we can actually take time to look, you know, and yeah. see how far we've come. I love that. Before we wrap up, any last minute tips on taking a quantum leap or just starting to implement this process? Yeah. Here's the, here's the biggest thing I'll say. Your imagination is one of the most powerful mental faculties that you have. Everyone has it and we don't use it enough. And if you're going to create any kind of major change in your life, you have to allow your imagination to come out and play. So if I were to say to you, you know, what do you want? Like, and most people will be like, oh, well, you know, I want a decent income and I want like a nice house and whatever. I'm like, no, 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 no. What do you want? Like, do you want a private jet? Do you want to live in Dubai for half the year? Like, do you want to fly around the world? Like, what do you want? If time and money and like, there were no restrictions, like allow your imagination to go there. Like what turns you on? What makes you excited? Like, it's going to be different for everyone, but most people won't allow themselves to imagine and dream and think about life without, without restriction. 
And when you can allow yourself to go there, like anything that you can come up with in your mind that you desire, you can have, but you've got to be willing to, to go after it. You've got to be willing to believe that it's possible for you. I know women who were like literally broke, like, you know, credit card debts, all these things who have done the work and now they're multimillionaires flying on private jets, doing all this amazing stuff because they believed they could. And then they just started doing the work. They started taking action and going for it. And that's like, that's really, I mean, I don't, I don't want to oversimplify it. I know it's yeah. not always easy. The work's not always easy, but it's possible. So stop stopping yourself by saying, oh, that's not logical. That's not logical. I can't do that. That's not logical. I can't have that. I can't go from a, a $50,000 a year to $2 million a year. That's not logical. Yeah, you can, you can, but you just got to allow yourself to go there and allow yourself to go for it. Yeah. I love that. What an inspiring way to end. So before we officially wrap up, we always like to get to know our guests a little bit more. So I have three questions for you. Okay. And the first one is what's your current morning routine? Ooh, good one. So I actually just switched it up a little bit. So I get up, I have my coffee and a big glass of water and I journal. And so I have, I usually, I used to do like gratitude journaling, which I still do some gratitude. And I used to have this like, um, set of questions, like gratitude questions, but now I'm asking myself different questions. I've started asking myself, like, how do I want to feel today? Much like in your mm-hmm. journal, like, how do I want yeah. to feel today? What am I excited about? Uh, what am I excited to create? So I've just switched up the questions a little bit. Um, what do I need to let go of is another one that I ask myself and I journal about that. Um, and so I've just, I've created a list of 10 questions and I just pick a few of them and just journal in that way. So journaling, and then I'll jump on my, um, Peloton app sometimes in the morning. And I actually don't start my work day till 10 AM. That's like a boundary for me. So I get the kids off to school and all this stuff and then start my day. That's awesome. I love the 10 AM goal. That's a goal of mine. Um, (laughs) what book are you currently reading or did you last read? Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm reading this book right now. It's crazy, but it's awesome. It's on audible. So I've started doing, and this is a whole nother podcast, but I started (laughs) doing shadow work, like the inner shadow work from, I don't know if you're familiar, but it's like going, it's going into your, the deep things that are going on in your subconscious that are repeating patterns in your life. And so it's actually like looking at why are these patterns coming up and what is it about this situation that, you know, they're usually negative patterns. So anyways, look up shadow work. There's okay. a lot of information, but the book I'm reading right now is called existential kink. And it's cool. all, it's by um, Carolyn Elliott. And it's all about looking in at the dark places that um, exist. Cause you know, duality, we have the good and the bad. It's all yeah. supposed to but we tend to stuff away the bad because we don't want to look at it. It's actually about bringing the bad into the light and celebrating it the same way we celebrate the good. It's really crazy, but it's That's so interesting. I love asking this question because I get so many book recommendations. Well, Um, buckle up if you decide to listen to that one. (laughs) Yeah. All right. The last one is what's the last thing you purchased on Amazon? Uh, I actually put purchased the hard because I'm listening to this on Audible. I yeah. actually purchased this book, the hard copy of this book. Nice. That was I a lot. love it. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Shada. This was so insightful. And I think just 
given the current climate that we're in, it's just very inspiring to have these steps um, to follow through with. And like, who doesn't want to work towards a quantum leap? I mean, I think everyone should. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. I always love talking about this stuff. Yeah. Why don't you share where everyone can find you and what you have coming up? Awesome. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram is the easiest place. I'm um, at quantum leap queen. Uh, and I have a couple things going on right now, actually coming January, I'm doing a zero to 500 challenge for entrepreneurs who want to build an email list. A lot of entrepreneurs out there, coaches don't have email lists. They have Instagram followers, but they don't have an email list. And I've known multiple people who have lost their Instagram accounts and lost all their followers. And so I've made it my mission to help uh, entrepreneurs secure their followers by helping them transfer them to an email list. So it's uh, an eight-week program. I'm walking them through the steps on how to do that. And uh, it starts in January. So depending on when this airs. Yeah. um, Yeah. I love that. Email is my favorite. So I can get behind that 100%. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. I am so grateful for you and the power of community that this podcast has created. It's just so amazing to be able to connect with all of you over the last couple of years because we've actually had this podcast for almost three full years now. And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode. You can text me, voice message me, send me a video, email me and ask me anything. I'm a real human. And yes, it's me on the other end answering the messages. So I would love to know, like, what did you like about this episode? What would you like to hear more about? Did something resonate with you? Or maybe inside this episode, I gave you a keyword to learn more. If I did, you can just pop this keyword into the chat. And this is a way for us to connect and chat more. So just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat. And I can't wait to hear from you.